The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Bang bang, what is up you guys? Welcome to episode 10 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Stank. Stank, how are you today? I'm doing great. This is uh, Joker Weekend. It's Joker Weekend. Uh, I just came back from seeing the Joker yeah. last night, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, first off, uh, first and foremost, thank you to everyone who's uh, been listening. We've made it to 10 episodes. Yes. Like, we weren't sure we would make it to two episodes. No, and we're one-tenth of the way to the 100 Yep, that means uh, 90 episodes left till we have a uh, CEO of Pro Wrestling Tees, Ryan Barkin. Yep. Hey, Ryan himself. Hey, Ryan himself. For those unaware, uh, when we made this podcast, one of Ryan's requirements was that he would not be uh, on the show until episode 100. Right. So we're... Uh, we're well on our way. Yeah, we're well on our way. We, we could do it the cheater way and do like a bunch of little mini episodes like people have suggested, but yeah. then what's the fun in that? We're not jabronis. We yeah. do it the right way. Yeah, we do it the right way, you know? So tentatively scheduled for, uh, I think, the weekend of, I think, June 27th, yeah. 2021, uh, will be the episode with Ryan Barton. We got this. Unless we can get him to crack earlier. We might be able to. Yeah, right. We've been cracking on a lot of stuff lately. I mean, listen, there's a lot of Barkins out there that we can get on the show. Sure. You know, I know Ryan's brother Sean listens to this. Yeah. His brother Nick doesn't. No. Uh, friend of the show and then not friend of the show. Yeah. Sean, friend of the show. Nick, yeah, not friend exactly. of the show. Nick doesn't listen. Uh, he's too busy posting fancy beers online. <laughs> uh, but we can find some Barkins, right? Got plenty of Barkins we can go through. Yeah, there's several at the store that work with at us. At the store, yeah. Gail Barkin, sure. Ryan's mom. Yeah. She's interesting. You know, very so, interesting. Sometimes she just comes up to me, starts telling these stories, and I'm like, fuck yeah, Gail. Yeah. Sure. Very interesting. Very beautiful. <laughs> but you know what else is very interesting and very beautiful? The poster for the next freelance show. Yes. Uh, things that go bump in the ring. It is a it is a classic take on the Goosebumps book. Uh, and boy, ha- is it beautiful. The Haunted Mask. So beautiful. Like, when Nick told us his idea for this, we weren't sure it could be pulled off, and god damn it, did fucking they pull it off. Yeah, they sure did. And who exactly pulled it off? We'll get more into him later on this week, because he's this week's guest, yeah. but um, fuck, it looks so cool. Uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, I love it as well, but again, the the next Freeland show, Things That Go Bump in the Dark, uh, Friday, October 25th. Uh, doors open at 8, shows at 9. Tickets are available at FreelanceWrestling.com. Again, if you can't watch it live, you can always go to uh, IndependentWrestling.tv or just download the IWT, the IWTV app. Uh, it's available for both Android and iPhone. Uh, and if it's your first time, use the code FREELANCE, get a free 20-day trial. You can go back watch any past show, uh, including the, the Halloween show from last year. I heard uh, some interesting things happen then. Some interesting things happen. Interesting thing happens, but no more interesting than uh, the purchase that one uh, Stank recently made yesterday, (laughs) which Stank, tell the people what you purchased yesterday, because I could not stop. I was literally, uh, like, from time (laughs) to time, when funny things happen or just I'm being an idiot, I will laugh so hard. Yeah. I'll just fall to the floor and, like, heave, and I won't be able to tell people what it is that I'm laughing at. And yesterday was one of those moments. Yeah, like, uh, for a while I've been interested in a whimsical taxidermy. And so you'll see a lot of, uh, some people call it crap taxidermy. And uh, you've seen, like, memes of, like, the stoned fox or just, like, really bad, horrible taxidermy. 
Um, and I was joking with uh, Vinny, friend of the show, and I kept saying uh, that one day I was going to buy a rattle, like a rattlesnake or a cobra with a mouse riding the top of it, like a rodeo. <laughs> and he's like, does that exist? I was like, of course it exists. So we were going through Etsy and I was looking up mouse taxidermy and we were just laughing at all the dumb, like they had like a Pulp Fiction, uh, they had like a Hellraiser mouse, all sorts of weird stuff. And then we came across a mouse <laughs> dressed as Mickey Mouse, complete with like the gloves and boots and everything. And I was like, oh my God, I have to have this. So like I logged into my Etsy and it was like $72. And I, was, I was like, oof, my wife's not going to be happy, but I got to buy this. So I added it to my cart and it says, oh, this is coming from France. So it's $30, $30 <laughs> shipping. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. And then I was like, screw it. I just, added, you know, I purchased it. And then Vinny started laughing because he heard me, click, you know, the ominous click. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then I started sweating. I was like, I got to tell my wife I just bought a hundred dollar mouse. <laughs> and everyone kept coming by. I was like, what are you laughing? I was like, check this out. And it was just like the whole shop was laughing. Oh, it was the best. Like you, you make a lot of wonderful purchases. Yeah. Like a lot of times you're like, oh, this is something stupid, but it more than half the time it is amazing. They spark joy. Yeah, like I, I could not stop talking about this mouse. Yeah. Like uh last so last night I went to go see uh this new Joker movie yeah. with a friend of the show Vinny, friend of the show uh Moses, Vinny's brother, yeah. Lise Jones. She was she was so thrilled that we mentioned her. I'm like, Yeah, we mention you almost weekly. Your yeah, art is a lot. amazing. She was like, I really like your podcast. I said, Yeah, we really appreciate your art as well. Yeah. That's why we're always talking about it. And uh Julio Guerra, this week's guest was there as well, but we'll get to that shortly. Yeah. Um, so we went to go watch this Joker movie, and afterwards, as amazing as the movie was, or even prior to, because prior to, I ran into my cousin uh, and her boyfriend, so shout out Sylvia and Israel. Yeah. Ran into both of them. Friends of the show. Friends of the show, and as much as like, I was excited to catch up with her. I hadn't seen her in like a little bit. Um, missed the family reunion this year. Yeah. But the one thing I couldn't stop talking about was this goddamn taxidermy mouse. And I was just like showing them pictures and they're just like, cool. I, I, that's cool. I, even like afterward, after the movie, we're all talking about it. We're all talking about the actual movie. It's yeah. an incredible movie. I'll, sure. I'll get into that. Um, but again, just me and Vinny and uh, Julio just in there showing pictures to Moses and Lisa of this yeah. taxidermy mouse. Just could not stop talking about it. Everyone that I've shown it to says it's great. Oh, it's, it is amazing. So, yeah. So, like, everyone at the shop's like, don't don't tell your wife. Or, like, she won't know because I'm having it shipped to the shop. And for, like, a second, I thought, yeah, she won't know. I don't get it. But, like, I tell my wife everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I often find, like, you know, just pull the Band-Aid off and tell them and you'll be fine. So, yeah. So, uh, I told her and she was like, you, you what? You bought a, you bought a taxidermy mouse i was like yeah but it's like it's like french art and she's like it's french art i was like yeah i got it from france and she's like i was like that's why it was 30 dollars shipping and she's like 30 dollars shipping and i was like but wait till you see it and i showed it to her and she's like get the fuck out of here. hey also uh shout out to you and your wife you guys just had your uh 20 year uh wedding anniversary no it wasn't a wedding it was 20 years of us like since we started dating okay so like listen when you get married you end up 
if your wife wants to celebrate different anniversaries, you gotta you gotta keep it in the Rolodex. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot. <laughs> well, uh, shout out to Mister and Mrs. Uh, Stankin for their whichever anniversary it is yeah. that they're celebrating. Twenty years of love. Twenty years of love. God damn it! These yep. two these two young kids in love. Yep. Uh, speaking of, uh, completely forgot to address it last week. Uh, there's been a name change for the show. Oh yeah. Uh, the theme song doesn't reflect that just yet. We're yeah, working on we're that. We're working on it. Yeah. Working on that. But uh, originally, and we go into this a little bit during the interview, but whatever. I'll, I'll address it again up here yeah. in case someone misses it. Uh, originally, the idea for the show was the PWT cast hosted by myself, yeah, Scrump, and a rotating guest of either uh, Matt Nix, yep. Stank. Or cousin Jeremy, we have we haven't had cousin Jeremy on no. yet. We'll, we'll have him. We have soon. to have him. He's a good boy. Yeah, he he went to Brookfield. You know what? He went to Brookfield Zoo without me, so we might not have him on. He's a naughty boy. Naughty boy. Uh, it was gonna be one of those three, just like a rotating guest, because figured with everyone's schedules, it'll be hard for you know like like one like set, one specific, yeah. one one specific, you know, two set of hosts. Yeah. Well, it turns out. Uh, Dave is uh fucking it's working out. Wor- it's working out with Stank, and so it's that. So now, from now on, it is uh, the PWT cast hosted yeah. by Scrump and Stank because Stank is the fucking man. Yeah, makes it work around his schedule. So yeah, and now you know it used to be stupid. Michael would be like, "Oh, are you going on Scrump's show?" Well, guess what, stupid Michael? It's our show, and you're never coming on. Yeah, you're banned. Yeah, Michael's made a list of uh, a very few amount of people. <laughs> Who will who'll never be on the show. Yeah. There's you know, we're open to everybody. There's a small list of people who It's a carefully curated list of hatred. Yeah. As positive as we are around yeah. here. Maybe stupid Michael will make it. Who knows? Yeah, maybe stupid Michael. Uh I always I also forget to mention, um maybe two weeks ago now, uh actor Sid Hag died. Well, yeah. most notably he was Captain Spaulding in um House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects. Uh, really bummed me out. He was also the judge in uh, Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. Yeah, yep. he 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 had a lot of like small roles and a lot of like. Uh, well, it's cool because he was also in Foxy Brown. Yep. And uh, Coffee, I think. So mm-hmm. there's a little a lot of history with him. Yeah, he was in a lot of like older movies. Um, really good fucking actor. Yeah. Like, he's. I was bummed. Oh yeah, I was super bummed. And he was someone who I went back and was looking at videos of him in movies. And was just like, oh shit, yeah, he was in this. Oh fuck, like he was in this as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, I know we're we're super late on it, but fucking, yeah. we'll mi- we'll miss you, Sid. Yeah. Uh, go watch Devil's Rejects if if you haven't. Oh, yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses. Ugh. That those two movies just like gave him a whole second career in like like a secondary life on the convention circuit, mm-hmm. and I think he was always grateful to like Rob Zombie for that, but. Um, yeah, I, I saw him on his last couple of appearances, and I was like, oh, man, he's not looking. He's looking kind of rough. Yeah, so. he, he was looking kind of rough. I still haven't seen uh, Three from Hell, which yeah. is the sequel to Devil's Rejects yet. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what he looks like there. Um, but Yeah, we lost a good one with yeah, him. Yeah, we lost a fucking good one with him. Uh, you, you know what? I, I Recently, well, well, speaking of movies, we'll, we'll get to my little spoiler-free Joker review. I'm, I'm trying to put it off because, I don't know, I mean what two minutes into us fucking talking i immediately was just like okay here's the spoilers yeah because you don't mind spoilers yeah, i love spoilers um but i recently started watching those oceans 11 movies oh yeah oh i am all like about, for the first time for the first time oh they're great first time ever like 
to me they were kind of just like oh those are like old dad movies yeah. so i never really bothered to watch them and i don't know what i was doing this weekend and it just it came up on hulu it's like do you want to watch oceans 11 and i was like you know what it's brad pitt it's fucking george yeah. clooney what you know what's the harm in watching just a this? couple of handsome boys let me tell you what i the first one i was just like oh fuck like and again the best part of those movies is like the last 10 minutes yeah where they show you how they did everything yeah uh, and i was just like what oh my do you feel like a dummy for not watching them i felt like so <laughs> stupid for not watching them and then i watched like ha- so i finished that first one by this point it was like two in the morning i watched maybe half of the second one and then i was just like falling asleep so yeah knocked out then later on later on at night the next day saturday i think it was i was like all right let's fucking fire up the rest of two uh two is fine yeah you know it's it's fine oceans 11 is like the best one yeah and then i watch oceans 13 and i i love oceans 13 as well like it's i mean i wouldn't i was gonna say like oh spoilers it's been fucking 12 years since that movie came out if you haven't watched it yeah but like i love how any garcia the villain from the first one they like bring him back in the third one to like help them out and you're just like oh what a good guy and even then he still kind of tries to like fucking double cross them slimy a little bit gets a little bit slimy but i really like those movies i've been trying to watch the the recent one that came out oceans 8 not streaming anywhere you can't rent it anywhere unless you go to like a red box but right i'm like it'll pop up sometime yeah it'll pop up but i was just like excited to watch it because i'm like oh another one of these movies let's fucking watch it yeah uh but if i well, well i'll just i'll get to it you know i, I keep talking about movies i'm not getting to the, the specific yeah. one of the weekend this is for those listening the friday after the movie um really come out yeah fuck that joker movie just mwah, like I, I kept, i've been hearing nothing but good news about it dude it was so awesome like Walking Phoenix is going to win an Oscar yeah. for that role. And all like all the people that were like, oh, this is going to incite incels to be incels. Like, no. Without even no. having seen the movie. Without ever having seen the movie. Yeah. Like, hold on. But before we get that, talking about never having seen the movie, did you see this fucking article from Martin Scorsese uh, bashing Marvel movies? He says Marvel movies aren't real cinema. I haven't seen them. But I'm still gonna judge them. I'm just like, buddy, come on. You know, at this point, you're the old man yelling at the sky. Yeah, I mean, Scorsese, great, and and oddly enough, Joker is uh, inspired by a lot of his film work, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe if he saw something like Joker, he would change his opinion. Um, oh no, this man specifically came from Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah, but like to him all comic book movies are marvel movies Mm -hmm. it's weird because like you'll have some some of the old guard that complain about the way movies are done now like he's complaining about marvel movies and then you'll have uh spielberg spielberg saying oh if you're on netflix you're not a real movie and so but now scorsese's on netflix with the irishman it's like you know these two guys you know they have a good say in what happens in movies i wonder what they would think if they got in a room together and talked about that but I don't know. I I don't agree with that. Yeah, De- definitely don't. Whether it's your cup of tea or not, you know, I don't watch a lot of French New Wave, but I won't say that's not a movie or an art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but the Joker, the Joker was good it and was, a good movie. It was a fucking great movie. Yeah, like I, 
I, I don't know what to say without getting into spoilers. He plays he plays a very the, the character he's given he plays it very well. Right. Um. The movie goes by really quick. Like it's it's not fast paced, but there was never like a lull in the story. Yeah, you're not like wrap it up, guys. Yeah. No, it just you know they it slowly unravels and you're seeing everything. You're like, okay, I, I see what's going on. And there was even some parts where I'm like, what? Huh? Oh, they fucking got me. Yep. Uh, personally, I thought it was a little bit stupid when Superman showed up. You know, they're always trying to shoehorn Superman <laughs> into every goddamn movie. I'm just kidding, guys. That's been my favorite. That's been my favorite thing to say so far when people have been like, how was the movie? I'm like, you know what? It was a little silly when Superman showed up. <laughs> they said it wasn't connected to the universe, but yeah, you know, that That's Henry Cavill surprise. I know that Henry Cavill. I'm kidding you guys. It's yeah. the Flash who shows up. Yeah. Um, no, just joking. Don't don't yeah. fucking yeah. get angry it's and not Green go see Arrow. the movie. Uh Fuck. I, I mean, I don't. I don't really know what to say without spoiling it. It's a really good movie. Highly go, recommend it. Highly recommend it. Walking Phoenix fucking crushes it. Uh, most of the other people in the movie, they they're all good. Frances McConroy plays his mom. She's good in like almost anything she's in. Kind yeah. of just playing like the older mother. Yeah, that's kind of the role she's been shoehorned into the last few years. Yeah. Well, I, I'd say judging by last like last night, I was playing Destiny two, and then he called me and what I, I was like in a party chat, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" He goes, "I just came out of uh, Joker," and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "We'll talk about it tomorrow." But on a scale of one to ten, what do you give it? And he said thirty seven. And I was like, "All right, that's all I need yeah. to know." I know people keep asking like, "Who's the better Joker?" And I I think I'm gonna go with uh, Joaquin over Heath. You know. Before this, when I first saw like the test footage of him, I was like, oh, I don't like that makeup. Mm-hmm. But I love Joaquin Phoenix. And um, listen, the performance that Heath Ledger did and the performance that Joaquin Phoenix did, not traditional at all. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Jared Leto. And everyone's like, ugh. But like, specifically, Heath. Well, Jared Leto's the best Joker, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> specifically, Heath and uh, Joaquin, they show that. You can go outside of the box and not make it corny mm-hmm. and make it riveting and thrilling. So, I mean, how bad would you feel if you were Jared Leto and the two Jokers that sandwich you both get Oscars and everyone's like, like boo, get out of here. So, uh, we, were watch- we were waiting for uh, AEW Dynamite to, yes. to happen. Oh, yeah, that happened. And the movie they were playing prior to that on uh, TNT, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. And... I think that's the worst superhero movie. Yeah. Like in most recently come out mainly because if you watch that trailer, the one with Ballroom Blitz, uh they sell you on this fucking yeah. fun movie where you're just like oh, fuck like they figured it out. Yeah. They did it. Like they're yeah. going to, you know, their their version of Guardians or yeah. just their, this new brand thing is going to be It was awesome. just a great trailer, that's all. And there was so much fuckery going on. Yeah. Like uh I think it was David Goyer who either wrote or directed someone. They were like, all right, enough. Like, stop shitting on this. Stop telling me how terrible this movie is. Like, my vision was not what was, like, ultimately presented on on the screen, which I get. But it's just, it sucks. It really sucks that that original movie, it should have been them breaking Joker out of fucking Arkham. Yeah, that would have been great. That should have been the whole movie. It shouldn't have been this, like, weird uh side love thing side love story yeah, yeah and like all that cgi just well i guess what happened they filmed it and then guardians came out and then they had the trailer company 
cut this really upbeat trailer and then they fucked around with it and that's never good Mm-mm. when you, you're like oh we finished the movie let's go back and read I mean that's what happened with Justice League and we found out how that went right DC's just not sure of themselves listen if except and, for Joker Joker's really well good. that's what I was talking about uh, yesterday where if they want like let's say this this next Batman movie because it's they don't really say when this movie is set this Joker one right I imagine like late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, just based on or what, maybe even eighties. Mm, maybe. Yeah, just kind of based on like what everything looks like. The way, especially the way they were, everyone is dressed. I'm gonna say late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, but if they wanted to have like this kind of be film one in them building up a universe, right. It'd be a hell of a way to do it. It'd be a hell of a fucking way to do it because th- I think there's enough time passing between this and then like uh, when Bruce Wayne is like an older man. Right. Like you, could probably, you could probably fit it in and yeah, it, it's not know, too ancient. Yeah. You could, the, the lore of this movie, um, I mean, doesn't it's not even really connected to Batman, but you could always yeah. just have that kind of be there in the background. Like, you know, just... You can have it connect. I guess is what I'm trying to say. If you really wanted to, you can have it connect. To me, like in my opinion, when you like, you're never going to do what Marvel did, right? They pulled off this. They threaded the needle through all these. Oh, it was a 22 movies. 24. Yeah, and and some TV properties. No one's going to do that again. And they kind of already jumped the shark trying to do it. But like the thing about DC is like. You've already had Heath Ledger win an Oscar, and like a lot of people were talking about Batman, you know, Dark Knight winning an Oscar. You never get that with Marvel movies. They're great, they're fun, but they're not like Oscar caliber outside of like special effects. That's where I think DC could double down, do one shot stories. They got plenty of great stories that you could do. You don't have to have the same Batman in every story, and just uh, you know do one shots. And I think that's kind of what Todd Phillips wanted to do with the Black mm-hmm. Label. Yeah. You could do like non-canon stories, but which I'm tired of hearing the argument of like, well, people like listen, you'll know the people that know like, okay, this right. is its own thing. They'll know and they'll tell the people that don't. Yeah, and if it if it's good enough, people will go watch it anyway. Yeah, and it doesn't because you could pick up a Batman comic now and then pick one up ten weeks from now, and it's a different artist, a different guy writing the stories, and you're like, who's this guy? This isn't Batman. You know, it's Batman. Yeah. Batman is Batman. Joker's Joker. And I think this movie kind of helps prove that a little bit. Yeah, I definitely, I, I'm definitely kind of excited for what yeah. uh, DC starts doing after this movie, just yeah. to see the direction. Because I know they have like, uh, uh, what is it, Black Adam? Yeah, they're supposed to be doing something with that. This Flash movie that I think was supposed to get done forever ago. They're still kind of talking about that, and then you know, there's the the new Batman movie that Matt Reeves is doing with Robert Pattinson, uh, which I saw a trailer. Uh, oh, they had a trailer? The, no, not for oh. that Batman. <laughs> for this movie called uh, The Lighthouse. Yes, with Willem Dafoe. And that looks Robert so Pattinson, good. No idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Uh, but but I riveting. See it. Dude, so there was another... We'll, we'll get off the movies right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll get <laughs> movie into, talk. Yeah, we'll get into a little bit of A W NXT talk. But they played this one trailer it's this movie with scarlett johansson and adam driver uh 
And so it's the trailer, Adam Driver, he's talking about his wife, Scarlett Johansson, you know, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I love her because of this, because of that, you know, that uh, just him talking about his wife, how much he loves her. Immediately, all this music cuts, they're clearly getting divorced, both sitting on opposite right. tables in a courtroom. Um, then it's like them in a, this like white room, like an empty apartment. And she's like, Scarlett goes, I think we need to talk. And Adam goes, okay. And they both kind of just stare at each other awkwardly. And he's like, I don't really know what to talk about. And they kind of laugh a little bit. And the the name of the movie comes up. Fuck, I, it, it comes up. And um, you're just like, oh, okay. And it shows you like, oh, when, when it's going to come out or whatever. Yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't like to do for that was like, you know, movie release date this date. And then it, after that, it was like Netflix release date <laughs> this date, which everyone, everyone in the theater laughed. And I'm like, uh, that doesn't look like it's the best you know like it, marriage story is what it was called marriage yeah. story and it's like if i want like i want to go see this don't tell me when it's going to be on netflix yeah because i'll just wait because i'll just wait now <laughs> yeah. and especially if it's only like a few weeks uh so they play that trailer and you're like oh, okay and then the trailer starts to play again and everyone's like oh no they goofed they goofed up it starts to tell the trail the it's the same trailer but told from her perspective oh you know her talking about adam driver again almost the exact same trailer just from her side from her perspective her side uh same thing then it cuts they're in the courtroom after that the same room and i was like that's pretty fucking interesting like i've never seen yeah that dumb- dueling trailers dueling trailers but my thing was like i was like there's a third goddamn trailer with the perspective from that kid's inner that kid's perspective yeah i'm gonna i'm out i'm bouncing <laughs> luckily there wasn't um but that that is uh stank and scrumps movie corner yeah. <laughs> let's uh let's get just a little bit of wrestling there was yeah a, it was an interesting what, week for wrestling today very interesting there's a yeah friday night smackdown still yet to happen right um and the rock's showing up the rock showing up who knows who else will show up what else will happen uh it seems like a pretty packed show i admittedly don't really keep up with main roster right uh mostly just aew nxt so those are my fortes i i hear the main roster is doing main roster things yeah, doing what they'll do but uh it was interesting i wasn't around for well i was around for the monday night wars i just wasn't watching yeah but this so this was my first time like uh i had nxt on the tv uh aew on my laptop that's how it used to be back in the day yep and i was watching both simultaneously well because we were here at work for like the first hour we had uh aew up on the on the big tv and i had uh nxt over on my phone and i love the both shows yeah like people because i work here people assume that i'm just like hardcore like uh aew till the day i die and it's like well no i can enjoy both thoroughly yeah. i mean you talk about nxt a lot so yeah i yeah. i talk, and i talk about both i'm like listen I never really mentioned SmackDown or Raw. Right. For a reason. Like, I just don't. Those aren't my shows. Yeah. You know, I like AEW. I like NXT. So that is what I choose to talk about. That is what I spend my time watching. Because, like, realistically, with the amount of work we're putting in here, especially due to AEW being so so busy, uh, I don't have fucking time to sit there and watch something I don't like. Right. I'm not going to give up three hours on a Monday to, oh, God, they're doing another cuck angle. Yeah. You know, like, no. But uh, what, what did you think about these this week's shows? So I only saw AEW, and then I was kind of watching the recaps for NXT. 
Um, I thought it was good. Now, again, like we love AEW and we love NXT. Um, I'm a little more biased to AEW because I'm a little more involved on, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the design side of that. But I think there's a lot that they can improve on. Mm-hmm. It was their first show, but like for a first show, it was pretty good. And you know what? The, you know what's a good thing about like Tony? <laughs> Tony, he's yeah. our friend. That's why we call him Tony. <laughs> big Tone. Uh, big Tone. Big T. <laughs> yeah, Big T. Uh, he did an interview with Wade Keller, and like he talked in depth about like, hey, these are the mistakes we made, right? Uh, and this is how we're going to uh, improve upon them. Yeah, and I, I think that's a good attitude to have. Like the fact that like none of them really know how to do a TV show like the WWE does, mm-hmm. um, and then saying, hey. We know when we fucked up, and we know what we can improve, and just being open to change, which is an agility that I don't think WWE has necessarily outside of NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder why. It's almost as if there's someone else running NXT. Yeah, and, and I hate to be negative, but like I haven't watched you know main quote unquote main roster stuff probably for, I mean sporadically, but for like two years regularly I haven't watched it only because you see the same. You you have so many hours of TV. And you got two shows, and somehow you're just rehashing the same main event constantly. Um, you're stopping pushes. You're forgetting storylines happened. And uh, and then, for some reason, instead of rewarding all your hardworking guys that are there, we, you know, you have Brock Lesnar hold the belt for a year, lose it for a month, and then get it back, and then disappear for however many months. Yeah, the last time I watched the full show was when they did their last draft, and Finn Balor got drafted over, which was maybe... Like probably like two, three years ago yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of how Vince handles his guys. Right. But definitely the way Triple H and Tony are handling their yeah. guys, I'm I'm a big fan of. Like it was so crazy just seeing so many people there. Yeah. At, at the fucking AEW show. It was like they kept panning out of the camera. I'm like, wow, they really packed the joint. And I was losing my goddamn mind. When fucking Kevin Smith and Jason Hughes were there, <laughs> yeah, like the pro- the the bit they were involved with was admittedly I was super a little eye rolling. Yeah, first of all, not to shit on anyone, but like it felt like um, when they came up and started yelling at Kevin Smith that they weren't really yelling anything; they were just going. <laughs> I was like, "What are you guys saying?" Oh God, it was just like I I love Kevin Smith. Yeah, the, the fact that. In 2019, we have Kevin Smith like becoming a wrestling fan. Yeah, I'm just like, like I feel like Thanos yeah. just gathering all the Infinity Stones. Things are converging. Like, yeah, because even then they like he. I thought the best Kevin Smith news all week would be him announcing that they're doing Clerks three now. Yeah, they you know they work they work things out. They're doing Clerks three, and I was like, yes, there yeah. is. There is some sort of cosmic, we're in the best you know, timeline. Yeah, you know, Galactus hasn't destroyed our planet yet. Yeah. Like we're good, and then he shows up at AEW, and I'm like, nope, that's it. Yeah, like Kevin, he has Friday and Saturday, even Sunday left to top himself. Yeah, so I don't know what he can do, but I it is it is a good time to yeah. be a Kevin Smith and a wrestling fan yeah. right now. Um, yeah, AEW was I. I really enjoyed the show. I was su- super thrilled to see Brandon Cutler out there. Um, he's uh, he's a pal of mine, a buddy of mine. Yeah, friend uh, of the show too. Friend of the show. I met. I DM'd him. Was like, dude, that was fucking awesome. Like, you know, you're killing it. Um, for those of you unaware, he was one of the penis druids as well. Yeah. Uh, during the whole thing, I people always like, oh, you penis druid number one. 
I was that. Yeah. That was penis druid number two. Yep. Penis druid number one, Brandon Cutler. And God damn it, it's uh, safe to say we pulled it off thanks to good just, old Brandon Cutler. Just a couple of dicks done good, right? Just a couple <laughs> of dicks done good. But I, I also thoroughly enjoyed the, the NXT show. You had Finn Balor show back up. Yeah, I heard it was a, a barn burner of a show. Yeah, I mean, first off, him and Matt Riddle just beat the shit out of each other for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, just straight up or just beating the shit out of each other you know which is fun like that what i want to see in wrestling is like just them trying to top each other because they know you know there's this uh quote-unquote war going on yeah so that was fun finn balor showed up i noticed slightly he's got a hand tattoo yeah how big is it well what i'm wondering is is there a fucking full sleeve to go with that yeah because if it's just the hand tattoo that's gonna look weird yeah, we'll see. Yeah, like, I mean, he's been off for a while. He's had time. Yeah, he, he, I think he got married. Yeah, he he did a couple things on yeah, his vacation. Shaved his, shaved his head at yeah. some point because he showed came back looking a little new haircut. Yeah, um, but you had Tommaso Ciampa show up as well. That's what I heard at the end yeah. of the show. And God damn it, I was like, look at little Triple H out there. Just you know, it, it's it's awesome. I yeah. don't I don't know where they're going. Yeah. Well, he, here's the funny thing too. You know, everyone's saying, oh, they they pretty much put on a takeover mm-hmm. right which is if you want to if you want to punch your opponent in the face go balls out right but i think the the you know and then of course the ratings came in and uh aws they did pretty well <laughs> i think scrub just farted. <laughs> well i think the rate <laughs> I think the ratings came in and they pretty much crushed it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it, it. I think something like tripled what they thought they might get, which is great. Um, but like AEW gave themselves room to do a slow burn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like NXT kind of threw the kitchen sink at the. So we'll see. Like you can't really get a lot better than that. So. And also, it, it was their first show. Like yeah. you know, we were we were tuning in. Yeah, we, we had you know NXT over on the side, uh, so it's it's, it's interesting. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of people, the the people that just enjoy wrestling are like, yo, you know who won last week? We did. Yeah, because like we got to see you yeah. know these two companies put on fucking great shows, and if like this little feud of theirs leads to them putting on right. that caliber of show every week. Sign me the fuck up. Well, I've seen a lot of hot takes too, like especially in our VIP group. Oh, it's not a war. We're all happy. No, let it be a war. The the best times are the war times because now they're trying to outdo each other. Mm-hmm. It's the best time for all the workers to get money and they have options. War is great. So like, don't don't be a fan and shy away from Unless the war. Unless you're part of the uh, mili- the, the what is it? The yeah, if, industrial military complex. Yeah, if you're in real war, that's bad. Uh, speaking of war, yesterday was October third yep. for all you Full Metal Alchemist fans out there. And as we know, it is uh, it is the yearly celebration of uh, Edward and uh, Alphonse Elric leaving their home to join the military to try and get their bodies back after losing them uh, when trying to use alchemy to bring back their dead mother. Yeah, that is a uh, Full Metal Alchemist reference for you anime nerds yeah. out there. And now we'll go back to wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fun that. There's this war going on, and yeah. they're going to keep just trying to one-up each other. I think war is great. Yeah, and you know what I'm waiting for? Hmm. Cody did the whole Thronebreaker thing. 
I'm waiting for Triple H to like, you know how Sammy Guevara has that panda head? He comes Come out, out with, with a pharaoh. With like, yeah, with like a white dog head and just oh. like look into the screen and wink. That's it. All you got to do is and just walk away. And just walk away like that. You, like that'll just be fucking I don't awesome. think they would have the balls. To do that. No, but that would be great. A boy can dream, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but that was the week that was. Um, this week for us is going to be quite the week we got our, our live show this weekend yep very excited yeah very excited for that um you know as we mentioned before it's we're going to be scre- we're going to be hosting the screening the chicago screening of powerbomb uh a movie directed by our friend um zach shill walker I, I hope that's how you pronounce it we're not very good friends obviously <laughs> <laughs> love, love you zach i'm sorry i'm just friend of the show with last name yeah uh yeah it starts matt cross uh friend of the show Wes Allen as well and I'm just I'm excited to watch it yeah you know I've I've heard lots of things about it even when they were before I knew like them personally um I would just see people posting online talking about this movie yeah so uh I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun experience yeah I mean the whole thing is gonna be fun the whole horror house thing yeah the whole horror house which again is uh October 11th through the 13th yeah um if you go to horrorhouse.com or no 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 ticket leap go to ticketleap.com you can, you can get tickets, tickets there early. tickets are eight dollars online ten dollars uh at, at the, the door at the door but so save yourself some you know some money buy them online yeah. but there will be uh, a lot of interesting vendors there like Vinny's like finalizing the window graphics yeah he's gonna have up there and he's very like, excited dude i was like this looks awesome which i feel bad sometimes he get he he stresses himself out yeah he's pushing he's pushing and that that guy is as dedicated as anyone yeah that i know um so like he he's the very definition of if you have a dream just go do it and mm-hmm. as long as you put in the work you know you'll have something to show for it so yeah and uh, this week's guest is no stranger to if you want something, go out there and fucking do it. Yep. Uh, as we speak right now, he's currently uh, on WGN TV right now yep. uh, for another project that he's been working on. He's hustling. He's, he's out there hustling. Uh, this week's guest is one of the members of the PWT cast, uh, Julio Guerra. He works up in the front. If so, if you ever come into the store and see a handsome boy with glasses, mm-hmm. uh, it's Julio. He... He's one of the the account reps, but on the side he does so much. Yeah, yeah, he's so much more, so much more. Yeah. And like we get into it, I I refer to him as like king of the nerds as yeah. far as it comes here because does everything, you know. Yeah. Um, he's a comic book writer. He 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 helped with the comic book that's coming out, um, Tales from the Cryptic Closet, that's yep. accompanying. Uh, you know, this yeah. week's live event. They had a successful Kickstarter. Their successful Kickstarter. They um, crushed what they wanted to. Yeah, like, they they exceeded expectations. So yeah, because I know very early on they were like, "Well, hey, we hit this number. You know, if if we can't get to what we need to, like, it'll be fine. We'll figure out a way." And then, like, seemingly within the next few days, they crushed that, and then yeah. still made you know more than what what they wanted to which is awesome to hear yeah. you know like if, if you have a friend that has a kickstarter for something that you know clearly they're passionate about yeah support it support what you can even if it's a few dollars if it's yeah. a few, you know a few shekels throw it their way um but yeah julio came on and 
I thought it was one of our like funnest interviews. Yeah, we had it was very comfortable, very fun, and like honestly, if we if we could get away with doing like a four hour podcast, we probably could have done it. Yeah, like he, there's been very few people where I'm like, I want to, I want to have them back on. Yeah, we felt bad cutting them off. Yeah, like you know, there's been like like Frank when we had Frank on, there was still yeah. so much we could have talked about, but it just time constrained, so we couldn't. I had no idea how much time had actually passed by on this. Yeah, when we looked down, we're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, with Julio, so we're like, "Oh, okay, let's kind of wrap it up." Um, but it's a real fun interview. Yeah, uh, he gets into a lot of things, some things I didn't even know. Like yeah. he starts telling the story about like his family and professional wrestling and yeah, his coolest. I don't want to say it. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, we won't spoil it. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's get into our interview, guys, with uh, Julio Guerra. joined by uh one of the members of the pwt cast friend of the show friend of the show has been a listener since like day one yeah he, he always tells me it always uh makes my giant head even bigger when yeah. i walk in and he's like hey i heard your, this week's episode it's good i'm waiting yeah. for him to be like hey you and stank yeah yeah uh, uh, subpar subpar <laughs> this episode maybe a little better next time yeah but uh with us we got julio guerra julio how you doing all right guys what's up how's oh. everyone we're doing great, man. Yeah, we're, we're, doing, we're great. doing great now. That, yeah, we're, we're, we're talking with you. You're one person that like we've been wanting to talk to for quite the while because uh, Nick and I, uh, Matt Nick's friend yeah. of the show, best friend of the show, actually. Top friend. Top friend of the show. I mentioned to him yesterday, I was like, man, Julio's like living the dream. All right. This guy has, this guy works at Pro Wrestling Tees. Yep. One hour Tees, I guess. One hour Pro tees. Wrestling Tees. He works at Pro adjacent. Wrestling Tees. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's Pro Wrestling Tees adjacent, but he works at Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah. He's a comic book writer. Yep. He has this horror pop-up shop coming up. Um, killing it. Killing it. He's got a, he's got his beautiful girlfriend who makes him lunch every single day. <laughs> Damn. Every single day. Cherish, cherish these times. Yeah. It's I, not going to happen forever. I walk into the lunchroom and he's almost just like, he's just eating this like beautiful lunch. It's so, I'm like, it's man, how late did you have Lisa up at night? He's like, well, uh, I had her making artwork for the horror house and God I told damn. her, don't, don't you fucking think about going to sleep after yeah. you're done with that. You have to uh, still make me my lunch. Yeah. And she's like, please, I'll give you money to just buy a lunch. <laughs> but well, you know what's funny? Like as a married man, uh, I'll always be like, hey, uh, Hey Annie, can you make me a, a sandwich? And she's like, "Make it your fucking self." <laughs> what are you incapable of making sandwiches? But like, you gotta admit, there's something about your lady making you a sandwich. It's twenty times better than any sandwich you could make yourself. That is, yeah, that's right. It's lady I, magic. It's yeah. up there with like your mom making you something. Like, yeah. Like my mom taught me how to make rice. I can make my own rice. Sure. But if she makes it, it's just like oh, yeah. that it's much so, better. Yeah. There's some kind of weird magic. Yeah. yeah. But again, so like I mentioned, Julio, uh, king of the nerds as far as I'm concerned. Sandwich um, talk with Julio. <laughs> sandwich talk with Julio. <laughs> so Julio, how long have you been uh, writing, like doing comics? Because like I mentioned before, yeah. you've worked with you've worked with some pretty big names. Why don't you give us a little rundown of uh, um, who you've worked with in the past? Toot your horn. Toot my horn. Yeah. Uh, I was all that was like my dream as a kid, but officially like taking it full serious was like six years ago. Okay. Six seven years ago, how'd you how'd you get into it? Um, I just did it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we've been saying. Yeah, like, yeah right? just did it. You well, just do it. What what it was? Um, I always wanted to do art, and like yeah. the first thing that was given to me into this world was a comic book. Mm-hmm. My uncle had my destiny predetermined. Yeah. When my mom was like, "I'm pregnant," he was like, "It better be a boy," because I want to take him to baseball games, and make him read comics. 
and he's been around since like the golden age of stuff so he saw the inception of like everything that we try to go collect right and we see on these racks at the con he saw that like brand, brand new yeah and he would have those marvel dc discussions with his friends in school and stuff like that and he fell off um you know fake, life. fake fan uh, <laughs> uh and uh so in 84 miller's uh dark knight comes out mm-hmm. and it reunites that flame and gets back into it and everything and um so he just passed it along so when i was a kid i was like when i'm 30 years old i'm i'm drawing batman that's my goal in life that's it that's everything i'm doing and then um some things happen uh i joined a band and stuff like that and was taking music seriously yeah uh and then after that my grandmother passed and I, i fell into like deep depression and everything like that and uh i had a very close friend of mine uh, scolded me for four hours straight. Like, just sat down and just gave me the business for four hours. And, of course, you get, like, pissed off and stuff like sure. that. Like, I don't want to hear this. Uh, who does he think he is and this and that. And uh, a month later, we didn't talk for a month after that. And he goes, hey, man, um, I'd much rather see a talent bloom. And if it costs me my friendship with someone who I care about, and it it drove them to be a talent it was worth it and um so after that it was just like okay what steps do i take and i ran into uh a a guy named adam farster uh we were doing a like a little like arts and craft show together and i saw his batman joker commission he did i was thought was badass i was like hey man you know how much is it? He was like, oh, it's commission, this and that. And we're just shooting the shit. And he was like, hey, man, I, I have an idea for a comic. I was like, well, if you do it, I'll buy it. And then he did his. And I saw another guy do it who uh, I'll talk about later. And then it just saw this trickling effect. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Right. And because of that, hey, I'm going to buy your book when it comes out. Well, I'm going to buy your book when it comes out. You do a Kickstarter and I'll back it. Well, you do a Kickstarter and I'll back it. And it was just like a group of just people just starting to do that for each other. So because of that, I was able to, uh, being at the right place at the right time, uh, I was able to do commission for uh, work for Daniel Piscina, uh, who is the original Johnny Mortal Cage yeah. uh, and the original Ninjas for Mortal Kombat. I worked for Marvel, Upper Deck, um, I have friends who work at Marvel now, How which is, is that? dude. Yeah, that's, we have a friend named Kevin over at uh, Marvel. I don't yeah, know Kevin. Yeah, I, I, we I think th- we kind of ran into each other yeah, through yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> he gave you guys the the Spider Man info. Yeah, Kevin, yeah, we leaked it before anybody else did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we made it happen. So yeah, uh, I, shout I out to him. Kevin F, friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, Kevin F, friend of the show. Um, well, because of that, I was able to do that kind of stuff, man. And um, yeah, so I didn't make batman when i was 30 but i worked for marvel when i was 32 which so. that's fucking yeah. like awesome <laughs> like even I, I feel like that's one of those jobs or even if you can get your foot in the door and do the most minuscule thing you, you say you can say you did it yeah, yeah like you, you got worked for marvel because even even before all like the marvel movies like that still would have been like i worked for marvel yeah that's comic book royalty yeah like, either of the big two right oh yeah 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 so, yeah, so and, and like you have your own comics, you you do yeah. your own comic line. So um, the other guy that I didn't say his name but is uh, Ben Miller, 
and he worked with a guy from Marvel for his first book. So um, he actually has a lot in common with you, Bert. Really? Or Scrump. I'm sorry. I got to call you, you Scrump. You can call here, me whatever. Which is really weird. You can call me Berto. Okay. He's like, it's Scrump. Scrump. It's fucking Scrump. Get it right. Or it's yeah. fucking Scrump. We'll edit this in post. <laughs> um, he heard the same podcast you did mm-hmm. about uh kevin smith was like just do it Mm -hmm. so he he's a late bloomer in the comic books and stuff like that and he got into it because of Watchmen and saw like everyone thinks superheroes is just like oh fighting crime and stuff like that but Watchmen opened a whole new world for him so he created a book called judges with Corey hampshire who's done who's worked for image um he's like personal friends with rhyme liefeld and, and bunch of marvel stuff and yeah the dude's all over the place he just finished the star wars storyline and so they did the book together and it was the same thing like i'm just gonna go out i'm gonna go balls to the wall on this book and it did well it got picked up uh then he did a contest for neil adams and it won that contest so it was that good and they were supposed to cut him a check and some stuff happened like the company folded Mm -hmm. and so they gave him less than what he needed and so he did it and now um he and I and uh, another guy, he doesn't want to be named, run Gorilla Publishing. So we do a lot of like self-published indie books and stuff like that. And um, for those who don't know, when you work with Marvel and DC, it's, you're playing in their, their, their sandbox. Yeah. You get to go and play with their toys. But you can't pitch something to them because they're already established, you know? Um, and we got tired, like these guys I mentioned – or the whole little crew that I run with, I think they're amazing talents and everything. And um, no one should be suppressed, you know, yeah. through their thing. So it's like, if you have a story about social issues and you think it's the best, go and do it. Right. These two companies shouldn't be telling you you can't do it. So we got tired of seeing the rejection letters and stuff like that before the whole breaking in. Um, we were getting a lot of rejections. I saw these two amazing talents getting rejected after rejection after rejection i'm just like who says we got to do this and go by their rules let's just do it and they're like what are you talking about i was like let's do our own comic company where it's no rules we just kind of you know it'll be guerrilla style and they're like what do you mean guerrilla style we just go man we just do it guerrilla filming you just go out you know ed wood style you just go out you shoot it you make the movie if it's not the best movie screw it but you made the movie it's yours yeah yeah and you know, you never know what's going to happen from there. So I was like, let's just go for it. So we're naming companies. I was like, why don't we just be Guerrilla Publishing? Because yeah. that's all we're about. It's just putting and these I, out there. I very much like admire that because like me and Stank talk about how for the most part it was just, I literally remember the exact, I, and I always tell this story, the exact same way this happened is me and Matt Nakes were here sometime during like the winter, one of those like Saturdays where we have to work just because of like the Black Friday sale. Yeah. And we're just in there shooting, shooting the shit. And occasionally he'll be like, hey, I want to listen to a new podcast. What should I listen to? And I just start recommending him stuff. And I'm just like, man, like you and I should start our own show. It's it's a thing that happens all the time where he and I, it's sort of like that scene in How I Met Your Mother where they're like, we should buy a bar. <laughs> me and Nick do that right. almost weekly about some stupid idea but this one I was like you know what like why don't we do it's it it's doable yeah because yeah, right. everyone's always saying like oh why like well, how come Pro Wrestling Tees doesn't have a podcast like the mm. people like the people that work here joke like oh like imagine if this was like a reality show because there are like things that happen here that's like yeah. oh, yeah. wacky very, <laughs> very wacky and very much you're looking around for the camera because you're thinking like people are for sure fucking with me but 
that was a thing where like he and I pitched it and immediately I was like, well, the one person I want, because in my mind, I can sit here and talk with a lot of people here, but there's only like a handful of people that I can sit and have a very long conversation with about anything. Nick being one of them, cousin Jeremy being another, but cousin Jeremy doesn't work here. Yeah. So I was like, he makes guest appearances. He makes guest appearances. And like instinctively, I was like, stank. I had to fucking call stank. And I remember like we called you and, I was like, I'm in. Yeah, he, you know, he said he was in. And like, we talk about it in like the intro to, to this week's episode. But originally, it was just the PWT cast hosted by Scrump because the idea was I'll have a rotating guest every week. Oh, nice. It would be either Nick, Cousin Jeremy, or Stank. Just right. people schedule sometimes, you know, right. it doesn't permit it. Uh, but Stank and I, like, I feel like everyone's been like, oh, you guys have real good chemistry. And I'd like yeah. to think so ourselves. So that's why oh, it was yeah. like, yeah. Well, hey, it's no longer just the PWT cast was to buy Scrump. It's Scrump and Stank. Yeah. And, like, you know, part of that was just like, let's do this. If it's the worst podcast ever, I'm sure we'll hear about <laughs> yeah, it. But at least you own it, you know? Yeah. Like, like if, you know, if every every movie that, like, Quentin Tarantino wanted to make, he hasn't made. But the ones he did, he made. And nope. some of them probably weren't, like, you know, there's probably a reason why every why Quentin Tarantino only has... Uh, 10 movies as opposed to 37 which i'm sure he would love to not that i'm comparing us to quentin tarantino i think you're pretty close on that i mean i i would like to say I, we're the quentin tarantino yeah. podcast I, I would i would agree with that <laughs> yeah but like every person has like an idea and either need to shit or get off the pot because oh yeah you know someone's going if we weren't going to do the pro wrestling tees podcast someone would do something adjacent to it very yeah. similar to it and we would have been like oh well, I, I also think that, like, guerrilla spirit you're talking about, that's really, like, it thrives, especially in comics. Like, you'll see people like, you know, a lot of people that were with the big two, like, all of uh, Image Comics, they were like, we yeah. can do it better. We want to own our stuff. And, you know, they were great successes. And they ended oh, yeah. up coming back and doing stuff. Or, you know, you got, like, Mark Miller or Garth Ennis. They're like, these are stories we can't tell in their sandbox. So let's build another sandbox and and now and like it. netflix is buying everything from mark miller or is it millar i think it's i've heard it both mark yeah. miller mark, we'll say mark miller like yeah. netflix is just buying up anything mark miller and it's because in this like weird war where we're like disney has their own streaming thing and yeah. now dc is gonna have their own netflix is kind of just like all right uh we need our own original programming yeah. and there's so much like cool comic book stuff oh, yeah. because that's the thing too there's a common misconception that if something is comic book it's like you know superman versus yeah. you know yeah. lex luther batman and the joker but like that's not the case at yeah, all you got oh, things yeah. like hellboy or mm-hmm. v for vendetta like um, I, I know road to perdition yeah road to perdition which like people don't realize like i was listening to this one podcast and they were talking about like different comic book movies they were talking road to perdition and i was like there's, what like that that's not a comic book movie and then i go back and like listen like look and i'm like oh shit this is 100 <laughs> percent a comic book movie yeah. but that's the thing like because you know comic book it's often been like oh that's you know that's for kids that's yeah. not like real adult stuff yeah like people forget no you can like there's horror comics there like horror comics is what got me back into like reading comics because nice. i started reading lock and key from uh joe hill stephen king's kid and I was just like, wait, I'm like, Stephen King's kid writes uh, comic books? I'm like, I got to check at least one out. Yeah. And the form is, like, elevated, too. Like, oh, yeah. it's more than just, like, oh, uh, Captain America beats up this Nazi guy. 
you know, you got trade paperbacks, all the graphic novels. Oh, yeah. Like, comic books are a beautiful, they're in a beautiful place right now. Oh, yeah. Well, even you look at, like, The Watchmen, which I'm sure at its time was, like, revolutionary because Mm -hmm. people weren't, like you mentioned, it was, you know, good guy fights bad guy, the end. Yeah. And, like, for the most part, comic books are always, I think it's been, like, it was told to me once, it's always uh, first part and second part of a story. Like, it's never really the last part of the story because you need them to come back next week. You know, that's why, like, whenever people get, it's kind of like wrestling where people get up in arms so they're like, God damn it, John Cena lost the belt. What what the fuck? What's going to happen? And it's like, well, listen, tune in next week and you'll see what's going to happen with that because it's, you know, it's not like, and this is the last episode ever of Monday Night Raw. (laughs) The bad guy won. See you guys. Yeah. It's always you got to keep watching. Oh, yeah. It was like even with uh with the end of Infinity War. Yeah, everyone was like so upset when the, uh, they saw the trailers and they're like, they're bringing everybody back. It's just like yeah, yeah. It's nope. got to continue. Yeah, it's like have you do you not understand the basic structure of any story? Like no one really ever dies. Yeah, no nobody ever yeah. really dies, especially with comics. So, what are what are some of your favorite comic influences? Like some stuff that you draw from, uh, you know, from your past or even currently. That um, I'm a huge Jim Lee Mark. I yeah. love Jim I Lee, love Jim man. Lee. Mm-hmm. His his artwork is amazing. Yeah. And you see improvement from like from oh. the '90s when he was doing like all the cross hatching on the X Men to like yeah. now, now his stuff's just, like oh, hush. His, his Batman's like my favorite Batman. Yeah. Hush. Hush to me is just probably the most gorgeous thing ever because it's not only like you see his pencils and then for the first time he started doing watercolors yeah. in the pages to show like flashbacks because in like comics it was always you can never tell a flashback in comics but then he did those and right away you knew it was like oh those are uh, memories yeah. and it was like very it was cool how he did it and then you saw him like dabble and it was like oh okay well i got this drawing thing packed let me go try this new art medium and stuff yeah. like that so him uh of course todd mcfarlane mm-hmm. um frank miller big time uh and those are just like some of the artists storytelling wise man i'm frank miller again uh jeff Loeb, um warren ellis all the basically all the big guys were yeah. always my my big one but uh my huge like huge uh inspirations uh mike magonia hellboy yeah oh fuck yeah. yeah him and um him and frank miller can do absolute blacks beautifully like yeah. sin city if you put sin city and hellboy next to each other just with the just absolute contrast blacks, yeah, yeah i'm just like do you, how do you how do you hit that do you guys remember the disney movie it came out like around like in the early 2000s atlantis yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the animated. Yeah, the animated yeah. one, like Michael J. Fox voiced yeah. it. Um, Mike did all the artwork. Oh, no shit. Yeah, like if you, I, I remember reading that fact and I'm like, really? And you go back and it's like, yeah, this, like, you can see it and it sticks out specifically because it's a beautifully made movie. It's, I feel like it's one of those early 2000 Disney movies that, like, people forget about. Yeah. It's like, it's a really solid movie and it just looks so beautiful because he did all the artwork for it. So it's you. You see his influence, and at first it's like, oh, okay, maybe they're just you know like kind of ripping him off. But then it's like, oh no, they oh, were straight up just like, hey, do you want to do this? So I, I can definitely like I, I I'm a big fan of him myself. Well, and that's the thing when like you read like Hellboy comics too, you can kind of see when he started out he wasn't very comfortable. Oh yeah. And then as he progressed, like uh, like I wasn't a big Hellboy fan when I was younger, but then I started reading him. 
uh, actually kind of recently within the last couple of years, and I could see him getting better and his writing was getting more confident. Um, and I think part of that is the ownership of the character. He's And oh, yeah. he's also like, you know, a lot of people do like parodies and like uh, like pop culture mashups. He's very, very protective of oh, Hellboy because yeah. that's his baby. But like, yeah. you can't knock the guy for that's that. That's why I kind of like, I was kind of bummed with this last Hellboy movie. I haven't watched it, but I just heard such like backlash to it. Yeah. And my understanding was he had some say, you know, as far as like, hey, you know, X percent of the amount of movie, you have some say in it. The rest of it, fuck off. And oh, that sucks. Yeah, and like it sucks because like I know Todd McFarlane, he's redoing Spawn. He's going to yep. be redoing Spawn. And there's oh. been a little hold up with that because the one condition was like Todd McFarlane gets like final say in, you know, in, in all of it. And so it's kind of like, you know, being held up right now because of that. And I, I I kind of admire that because there there's no shortage of bad comic book movies. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, not not to not to bring any anybody down, but just some of those early like nineties, even early two thousands comic book movies. Well, and you, you gotta think like they didn't know better Correct then. But yeah. like I mean, can you imagine if someone took something like one of your stories and then said, We're gonna do it and then you like they'll show you the dailies or something. You're like, I don't recognize any of this oh, yeah. from what I wrote or drew. They changed everything. Like they do that so many times. That's why, like uh, Alan Moore, that's a, I hates oh, Hollywood. Yeah. He disowns every adaptation of his work. Say what yeah. you will. I like that uh, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie. Oh yeah, it's not it's good. It's like bad, <laughs> but I I just enjoy it. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's. I think because it reminds me a little bit of the Mummy. Because it's yeah. like that era that, that it, it it brings it out in mm-hmm. me. So what's Julio? What's like your one go to comic? Like I know whenever, whenever people kind of like ask me like, oh, what what should I read? Um, what got me like into like really reading comics was someone recommended Old Man Logan to me. Oh, nice! And I remember reading it, and I fucking loved it. It's but because it's it's Millar it, it, too, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, yeah. He did it, and it kind of just takes it away from like the conventional what you're used to like oh here's some wolverine uh story it's like no like wolverine fucked up bad yeah and you just like as you're it's progressing and you see like a lot of things where they're like yep the bad guys took over and you know everything's shit everything's shit like there's one point where like him and hawkeye are driving he's like oh we're heading past uh pim falls it's like why do you uh why do you guys call it pim falls and do like an aerial (laughs) shot and you just see the skeleton of like uh giant man just Chilling Are they driving in. around in the spider buggy? They're driving around in the spider buggy. <laughs> like at one point, there's uh, dinosaurs that are like infected with the venom symbiote, mm-hmm. and they're like chase, and they're like about to like fuck up uh, Punisher and Daredevil, and it's just you know. So that that's always like my go-to. Um, but what about what about you? Oh man, my go-tos are uh, Captain America's Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, Brew Baker is amazing. I know Punk talks about Brew Baker quite a bit. Um, Frank Miller's Dark Knight, uh, Lee and Loeb's Hush, and um, there's one more, dude. It's like right there. I can't because I push everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Frank Miller's Daredevil Run. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we had yeah. a whole Netflix series based yep. basically on that run. Yeah. You know, it's just. What What about you, Dave? Uh, I've got I've got a few. So there's like a few uh, stories that I'll read, like probably till the day I die. So like. Dark Knight Returns, one of them. 
uh, 300. I'm a big, Mil- I'm a big uh, Frank Miller mark. So, uh, friend I'm, of the show, Mer- yeah, uh, friend <laughs> of the show, Frank Miller. Um, uh, v for Vendetta. I got that in hardcover. I read that all the time. Watchmen, and uh, one that I, I don't hear a lot of people talking about, but there's a there's a a trade paper paperback of um, Spider Man Rain. Oh, dude, that's one of the best Spider Man stories oh. of all time. What's I, uh, what what is that one? I'm not sure. So I've heard about Peter that one Parker's yet. like a hundred years old. Okay, and um, I don't want to spoil anything, but he hasn't been Spider Man for a while, and. Um, uh, I can't. I can't. Go ahead. Just spoil it. It's basically like Frank Miller's Dark Knight, but Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, yeah. way older. Yeah. Like imagine like Batman Year. Was it? Wasn't there a Batman Year One Hundred? Yeah. It's like that, but he's old and he's decrepit, and he kind of forgot what it was like to be Spider Man. And then like New York is overrun by corruption, and there's like curfews on the streets, and now he's just an old man that he'll look away. Like if there's someone being mugged, yeah. he's like, I can't do that. Sp- Spider Man ruined my life. And then like as you read on, you find out. How it affected him, and like J. Jonah Jameson, it's still, oh, I, I spoiled something. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert for, but, for this like, book. You see things that came from like you know what we know as Spider-Man's current continuity, and you imagine it him old, and it's oh, it's one of the best Spider-Man stories ever. And like till the day I die, I'll fucking I'll beat that drum. So if you guys oh, haven't man. seen Spider-Man Reign, it's the best. Yeah. And I the learned, artwork for that is it's beautiful. Yeah. He's all decrepit and like, but like he. Oh, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's it's really good. I'll let you use it. I have it on trade. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, yeah. I'm like I desperately want to <laughs> yeah, read it. It's now. one of my favorites. Like, you know, I haven't I haven't read as many books as you guys. Like I'm, I feel like such a noob. <laughs> spending all these books, but I know recently, and I, I told you, I started reading mm-hmm. the Saga books by Brian K. Vaughan, oh yeah, yeah. And just like fuck, those are so good. And it's again, it's not your conventional like superhero story. It's more story. It's more so story of like tolerance, you know, because they have like the different races of oh, yeah. of space people. I don't want to call them aliens, but I I guess you call them aliens. Like, and I, it's just like so well written, and you just get so like within in the first book, the first few pages, it's just like, yep, you excellently built this world, introduced, you know, the story, and and I'm in. And that was one of those books that I always kind of see, and people would be like, oh, you should check it out, and. Mm-hmm. I don't know, for one reason or not. Like, I know you've been telling me about it. Was it like 100 Bullets? Yeah. Like, another book I want to pick up, but currently, like, at home on my work desk is just a stack of books that I've <laughs> yet to read. So, yeah. eventually, I'll pick it up. But that's the that's the beauty of comic books, too. Like, you can read really old stuff. Like, you mentioned Neil Adams, one of my favorite Batman artists of all time. But, like, comic books age really well for some reason compared yeah. to, like, like... If you look at the first X-Men movie and you're like, eh, that's kind of corny. Like when it was cool when you watched it and now it's like, but like comic books, you can pick up like really old stuff and it's not only does it age well, but it kind of like echoes what's going on now for a lot of stuff, which is like totally cool. But I I recently picked up uh, maybe like a month or so ago, possibly even two. I haven't read it yet though, but it was a a Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom book. Um, Triumph and Torment, I believe it's what it's called. And it's essentially doc there's like one night a year when dr doom can go to hell to visit his mother and he recruits dr strange to like we're gonna fucking rescue her like it is it just like the, when i heard when i heard that there was a book in which dr doom and dr strange two of my favorite characters go to hell to try and rescue like the soul of dr doom's mother 
I was like, I'm fucking in. Like, I am, and I, I swear to God, it's literally like in my stack of books. It's the second book because I have like the current issue of Saga that I'm trying to finish, <laughs> and like that's the one right like after. Um, but it's just, like it's so beautifully like drawn because there is there is like I don't know something just like romantic about like the way they used comics used to be drawn. Yeah, you know, like I I can right. appreciate like the current style, but I don't know. Just you look back at some of those older books. Like this weekend, I took my nephew um he he got student of the month and i was like fuck yeah i'm super proud of the kid so i'm like well i'll take you anywhere you want anywhere you want to go i'll take you to dave and busters i'll take you to six flags we can go mini golfing we can go to the movies we can see a rated r movie anything you want <laughs> dude well you know we can do laser tag if you want he's like i think i want to go to chick-fil-a i'm like all right good cool we can get chick-fil-a but like you, you want to go comic book store he's super into like comics he's like no i want to go to chick-fil-a so i was like all right so we, you know i take him to chick-fil-a and i'm like alex i'm gonna fucking take you somewhere else like you know like i so i buy him like some spider-man toys uh and then we go to half price books because they have like a lot of books there he his, his mom takes him there he loves reading the goosebumps books I, I got him into reading those but i was like hey let's go look at the comics and he's just like looking at random ones and he's a kid so it's not like he's like oh uh alan moore wrote this one i should check this out it's essentially whatever you know looks like the he pulls out the bone omnibus <laughs> yeah you know uh, 700 pages so he he's like looking and he's looking at spider-man books that's his go-to and he pulls one and it's like 30 dollars on the cover and i'm like oh fuck like, you're not gonna, like i know i'm like you're not gonna read that you know like in the back of my head i'm like i know you're not gonna read that and he puts it back in place of like an older spider-man it was like amazing spider-man issues you know x through whatever okay. and what caught his eye was the artwork and he knew those villains, and they were drawn classically, not like, you know, they're they yeah, kind yeah, of the updated ones now. And he's like, I want this one. And it was fucking thick. It was a nice, thick book, and it was $5. And I was like, fuck yeah, you, you can take that. <laughs> Jackpot. I'm like, I don't think he's going to read it. But, like, that's what drew him in, just the way it was drawn. Yeah. And so there's definitely, like, you know, I like some people only read Golden Age or Silver Age. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine because I, I can understand that that it's like ah, it's it's kind of like with wrestling you know bringing it back to wrestling where some people only like you know nwa era wrestling yeah, yeah. some people only like Itself. attitude era and then some people are like are you kidding me okada would fucking clothesline the shit out of that guy <laughs> but it's very it's very cool the way yeah. comics and wrestling are similar because you know they both have yeah. the outlandish cool costumes which i'm always a big fan of big shows like you know wrestlemania or just any pay-per-views where they bust out like different color gear or just yeah. like superhero oh, yeah. inspired gear yeah like, that's one of my favorite things yeah. like ring mysterio when he would always just come out as like different people at wrestlemania that was always like all right what are we coming out as like i don't want to hear he came out as like heath ledger's joker mm -hmm. yeah but the match itself was so quick that I literally don't remember anything aside from him coming out as wrestled that. JBL. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like JBL's re retirement match. I was I think. at that one. I think that was in Atlanta. Oh, how dope was that? <laughs> really? This year he was he came out. I was at this year's Mania, but my seats were shit. I paid like twenty bucks, oh. maybe for them, and he came out dressed as Mysterio, and I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, like of course why had like makes sense yeah yeah why why did it take so long for Ray Mysterio <laughs> to come out as like Mysterio? That's actually a toy custom. Like I do toy customs on the side, and I wanted to get a Mysterio figure and put Ray Mysterio's head in the fishbowl mm -hmm. <laughs> and like fog it a little bit. You can see it's him. I'm cool. too lazy to do that though. <laughs> uh, so let, let we'll bring some wrestling talking. It's been mostly comic, but whatever. Uh, 
you actually wrote you actually currently wrote a comic with a wrestler yeah uh and i did a wrestling comic too uh, a while back called botched okay yeah so we'll we'll, we'll go l- to l- both let's talk about botch real quick okay i wasn't so, aware that you wrote a yeah, wrestling comic um so with ben miller that was like the first time he and i actually teamed up on a book and then he helped he wrote a story for my own ip called the misadventures of death bag who also goes to a wrestling match that Vinny wrote mm-hmm. uh so there is wrestling in my books and stuff like that um so the botched is uh about an independent wrestler who the finish gets botched so he's wrestling a a veteran uh who's been around the block and stuff like that and he botches it breaks his neck and for the finish of the match and he has to wrestle death in a steel cage in purgatory to find out if he's going to live or if he dies and that that sounds amazing like i'm like oh my god so yeah we kind of there's some stuff because we're big into our area's independent scene Mm -hmm. um like arw and stuff like that and now being here with you guys i'm starting to get more into the chicago indie scene with freelance and yeah and stuff like that so it's cool to see like those two merge and like hey i wrote about like indie kind like indie indie comic about indie wrestling you know it was was pretty cool and then um the we teamed up with killer cross which if you had you guys need to read that that forward that he did it's it's rarity where you can read something in that person's voice or be like, yeah. "Wow, this dude!" Like, like they're saying it. So, yeah. but the book that he wrote uh, for it, is "Tales from the Cryptic Closet," which will be at the Horror House uh, this weekend. This weekend, yep. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So that, that's all, Vinny. Man, um, I'm not taking any credit for that book. That's all, Vinny. He was like, "Hey, it's I, been like his little baby for yeah, a while." It, we talked about it two years ago, um, and Vinny and I connected on our, our horror and stuff like that, and he knew I was, like, trying to do the comic thing. And that dude's – I love that dude. He's been my biggest supporter and everything, and I try to do the same thing for him, and there's no telling that man no. He, he's probably yeah. the most mission-driven person I've ever met in my yeah. life. And if I can be like him anywhere like like him, then I did shit right. But yeah. I, I always say, like, I – remember him for the longest like before i knew who you were there was two people he would always talk about his friend kevin cross who was a wrestler now killer cross mm-hmm. and his friend julio who like wrote comics and it was one of those things where it was just like man this guy never shuts the fuck up about these people <laughs> like i got like i gotta meet them or i gotta like see you know some of their stuff mm-hmm. and like that was one of those cool things where yeah you kind of started to come about come by like i remember you was it you and lisa that were here for naito or was it just yeah, yeah. Lisa? and my mom and your mom my yeah. mom's the reason why i got into wrestling really you gotta yeah. we'll, we'll hear that story right now <laughs> you gotta tell us that story because i mean oh. it's usually my dad got me into wrestling yeah. my uncles you know uh-huh. siblings but yeah like you were one of those people that he would always talk about and then when you finally started coming around, it was just like, okay, this guy's pretty cool. Well, and I remember when you were interviewing, and I saw you walk by, he's like, that's my boy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he was, really? He was beating with pride. He's like, he's, he's going to get that job for sure. He he was that's so awesome, proud that man. you were uh, you were interviewing. I was oh, like, all right. He, uh, he saved me, man. I was in a spot where I was super unhappy. Uh, I, I felt so much of your story when you're like, I was unhappy, but oh. I had, and I was like, Damn, stank! I was there, man. Yeah, I was just there. You're I feel secure, you, man. But you're like, Ugh. yeah, and I was just like, and and the same thing. Like, uh, I was like, man, I I can really relate because you're like, yeah, I don't want to bring it home with me. And towards my last year at my previous job, year or two, that's all I did, man. I was like, 
I was the worst to be around, yeah. period. And for those who stuck with me, man, God bless them because they, I know they were just like that motherfucker. Like, which is so weird of you to say because you're literally like the nicest person. Both of you, both of you sitting <laughs> at this table will tell me stories of you guys being like shitty people. Just and assholes. I'm like, I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, if I had to make a list of the nicest people I know, you two guys are number one and two. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, but that's also the thing, like. As you get older, you're like, uh, you start thinking, but like, you ever wake up and you, you think of something you said like years ago, and you're like, man, I'm yeah. a dickhead, or I, I look like an idiot. Like as I've gotten older, I'm like, man, I, I must be really hard to get, you know, get along with. I'm just a cranky asshole, and so like, you know, you change accordingly, right? Yeah. But, I mean, that's good to hear though that uh, yeah. you know you got mm-hmm. sick of something. And you're like, well, yeah. let me make some moves. And that was him, man. He was like, you need to get out of there, man. He was, I love you, but you need to get out of there. Like, look how much it's costing your. Mm-hmm. your art and i was like okay cool well i'll do it um so yeah so going back to the comics are um so we talked about it about two years ago and he goes man it would be really cool if we did this and we you know an anthology uh you know going back to the old school ec comics tales from the crib mm-hmm. tales of terror uh strange things uh t- tales to astonish all that stuff like the pulpy stuff yeah, yeah you know bring it back to the core man and we're like all right cool and then why he was talking about it i did an anthology with a, my group of friends in indiana called lush and our whole thing was oh because we're big into craft beer and everything was like oh we'll model it like handcrafted comics and you know six stories like a six pack yeah. and stuff like that so we did that and it was like hey it, people want this stuff because we we sold out basically and we're just like man like we're just a bunch of nobodies from northwest indiana and we just put like hey let's just put this stuff together see what happens and so he saw that and he was like we can do it man i told you we can do it look what happened there i was like, all right cool well, stuff just started to happen and it was like now's the time to strike with gorilla publishing just finally like hey we're doing this and he was like hey we're gonna do this right I'm like hell yeah we're gonna do it and so everyone that we approached he had like a laundry list man like how cody had his list mm-hmm. of like i'm gonna work cole i'm gonna work so and so Vinny had the same list it was like we're gonna work with bill hallier we're gonna work with lisa jones we're gonna work with this person adam farster is gonna be on it we're gonna work with this person like he knew right away like i have this plan you guys are gonna do what you're gonna do best and i'm i'm just gonna watch it happen and sure enough he did man and I would say that I, I love everything I've done. I'm happy I did it. But this book, there's something really special yeah. about this book, you man. You see it. You know, um, Bill Haller murdered it with the covers and the pinups. And just, I'm happy him and, and Vinny worked, excuse me, worked together or got together for this because the cryptic keep, creeper, do that. Yeah. Like, you know, you see the crypt keeper and yeah. stuff like that and you're like that's iconic and now like seeing i can put him next to them and be like that's our guy yeah like that's gonna be the guy and right in the middle of it he's like so what are we doing for issue two i was like what, what the hell do you want to do for issue two like we did this and we learned and everything's a learning process so we learn like what we can't do what we can do and you know and who you work with who you don't work right, with right. um and so we're like okay well Issue two, what were some of the, the problems that we had? Okay, this, this, and that. All right, how do we work them out? All right, cool. We'll do this, this, and that. And we're still, like, 
issue one is being it's at the printers right now and yeah. we're already talking oh, about I, issue I got two. the email from uh for the <laughs> kickstarter yeah, that said yeah. it's being printed nice and uh and someone severed heads on the back of the cover yeah oh um, i thought i thought i saw a preview it was pretty recognizable yeah i i, I saw it too i was like hey i i, I kind of know this guy yeah so, i haven't gotten my issue yet so i'll, I'll have to wait <laughs> to check it out but but i love that like i love that you guys wrote a list down uh, same thing with Cody. Same thing with uh, Scrump. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. You had your white t- whales. Yeah, you'll yeah. you'll see people always talking about their dreams and I want to do this and I want to do that, but they never actually, you know, yeah. here's here's the steps I got to take to get to it, yeah. and then it just becomes an idea that you forget about and you never do. But like, yeah, write it down, guys. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's gonna happen. You, and then hold yourself accountable to the list. Oh yeah, and like, he did. Yeah, it was just something with like Stank and myself where we've we've had our goals yeah. where we're like okay if we can get you know x amount of downloads uh we'll be happy and then we get double that and we're like fuck yeah, yeah. Or even with like the t-shirts you know we're like all right all these people are saying they're gonna buy your t-shirts we're gonna put them up and yeah. let's hope these people buy them and they're, we, they're buying yeah and they're buying mm-hmm. it's just like okay you know you like you gotta you gotta either like set your goals high and fucking just go for it yeah. because if you undercut yourself then you're not really doing yourself any favor. That's why it's like with us, when like I wrote uh, the list of who we love to have, yeah. I wrote like Kevin Smith, Joe Rogan. Listen, hey man, the odds of that shit like the odds yeah. of us being on Joe Rogan, probably slim, but that's not like, that's not to say that it's not gonna happen. If I would have told myself last year, oh, what are the odds of you being in a professional wrestling match? I'd say zero. Yeah. I would have, I was like, <laughs> all right, what are the odds of you winning a professional wrestling match? I'd be like, yeah, again, fucking zero and they're like all right all right what are the odds of you winning a professional of you being in a professional wrestling match winning that match also you're dressed like a giant penis i'd be like yeah fuck off (laughs) i've never mentioned that was one of the penis druids yeah like so it's you know it's just things happen and what's fun are easy goals like all right easy goals are easy that's not even a goal it's just something you do normally right yeah like even with the show like i'm sure there was a lot of people who are like all right they'll do that you know like especially around here there's people with podcasts who've like started it and stopped and i get it it's not for everybody you know like oh, stank yeah. and i are, are lucky where we both have schedules where it's like yeah. all right we can manage it's working it out good yeah right. and yeah. even if like if it's oh hey i'm not gonna be here the days you're gonna be here we'll work something out you know the day ha- day hasn't come yet where i have to drive over to stank's house and record in his bed with him but that option is there he is coming over for Thanksgiving, though. Oh, I'm coming over for Thanksgiving. I got to figure out something to make. But th- we'll talk about that yeah. after the show. Um, so you mentioned that your mom got you into wrestling. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, we'll wind down with that story. Uh, so my mom, uh, so my family's a wrestling family. Hell my, yeah. Uh, I love hearing that. My yep. uncle grew up on the Bruiser and the Crusher. My grandmother was super Lucha Libre. So like su- Sundays were watching AAA with my grandmother, um, which was awesome seeing la parka and everything and then i was actually in independent wrestling i was in lucha that came out of the congress so i got to work with blue demon jr and uh hijo de santos Where, weren't we just talking about that that there was like i i went to like one of the the shows that was there at the yeah, congress yeah, yeah, it was a lucha show yeah and I, I was apparently the ref yeah for that show <laughs> i was like i'm not telling him anything about me doing this i swear i i literally i remember i told you the only thing i remember is there was some guy who i might have been jeff hardy i don't think it was yeah. but just like reminded me of jeff hardy and 
also there was like a fight with two dudes like right before the show started over their seats and then they left and i was like man those are pretty good fucking seats <laughs> but i didn't want to like and my uncle was like oh you want to go sit there and i'm like no it's because you can come back and kick our asses <laughs> but um yeah so they did that and so my mom watched with my uncle and stuff like that and um so my mom huge roddy piper fan loves piper saw you know they live is her stuff um because it's piper so um she we we had the box back in the day so she would put on the manias and everything like that and i remember like uh jake roberts versus rick demarta martel in the brian flowed match i think it was wrestlemania 5 when they had like the hoods Mm. Um, and then just from there, she just like started schooling me on WWF and then find out that her dad was big in the NWA. So once NWA went to WCCW, WCW, he followed it and he kind of introduced me to WCW. And then I found ECW on my own and I'm not, I'm introducing my mom to RVD, Sabu, Eddie Guerrero, uh, Rey Mysterio, uh, Chris Benoit, Malenko. And now she's studying, you know, she was like, oh, so we're taught, like taking notes. And she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, they well, they can work a mic. And she's using all the terminologies, you know, oh, he's a good stick man. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell, woman? Um, but, yeah, she got into it like heavenly. And then we discovered, I discovered Ring of Honor um, just by going to a show at a WrestleMania weekend. And I automatically had to tell my mom about it. It was like, hey, there's this dude named uh, Tyler Black, and these dudes named the Briscoe Brothers, and Tyler Black's in a thing called Age of the Fall, and they had this crazy rivalry, and then got to meet like Danielson or Daniel Bryan or whatever the hell he's called now, I, American Dragon, yeah. and I was like, and there's this dude who does these crazy chops and does this thing called counter mutilation, and so she got into it, and then we got into TNA, and then New Japan, so everything like my mom does not leave the house how cool is that if it's not wrestling so she goes with me to every like anything wrestling related she goes to all the shows here for the signings she's always here for the signings like she just went to she went with me to all in Mm -hmm. and she was with us at all out and so yeah she man she loves it she rocks her uh, New Japan hoodie with pride and she got like a G1 shirt and she's like yeah I got this no one knows about this and like she'll go up to my uncle was like what do you know about Okada? And he was like, who the hell's Okada? <laughs> do, like, yeah, do you remember, do you remember like the first piece of like merchandise that she got you? Uh, it was a Austin 316 shirt, but it wasn't the typical uh, stone cold skull. This one had him giving the finger and it said, and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> Dude, your mom, the, like your, <laughs> mom, hardcore. your mom sounds like the fucking coolest. Yeah. Like, She's uh-huh. like, oh yeah, my, the first uh, shirt my mom got me a fucking Austin flipping off, yeah. like <laughs> Austin three sixteen shirt. Yeah, that was the first, and then she bought me like the the Jack specific toys and stuff like that, and um, yeah. So is there yeah. is there a specific wrestling shirt that's your favorite? Because I mean, it, I imagine you've had tons of them over the years. Oh yeah, um, my punk shirt from Money in the Bank. That's my yeah. The one that's I've got my. Tattooed. Yep. That's my shirt. Yeah, Yeah. that's my shirt, man. Like, I love all my wrestling t-shirts. I love the ones that me and my mom, like, my mom gets matching shirts. She's a huge Young Bucks mark. (laughs) So anytime Young Bucks comes out, she's like, mijo, you guys got a new shirt. I'm like, how do you know this? Like, I haven't even seen the design yet. She's like, I know. 
She's like, ah, I get the emails. Yeah, she's like, it's on my phone. And she'll just point it. I was like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, that punk shirt that, like, you know, oh, we, man. I have to do a lot of Chicago colorways for the shop. But, yeah. like, I know that's not in the Chicago colors, but it's so Chicago, dude. It's, oh, yeah. it's it, Well, that's why, like, I always tell the story. I I wasn't able to buy, like, that event shirt then, you know, because, like, at Money in the Bank, you showed up, and they had, like, that shirt. And it was gone. It was gone like that. And people were selling it online for, like, hundreds of dollars okay. and i'm like oh, i just want the shirt to get fucking make some money back um but like i wasn't able to get the shirt and like i'd always wanted a chicago tattoo like yeah. everyone has a chicago for the most part a lot of people that grew up like in the city people that i grew up with because i grew up in the city yeah they had like chicago tattoos and it was always something it was always they were all similar yeah you know i have a lot of friends with very similar chicago tattoos and not that this one's like that different but i remember when i saw that i was like yep that's perfect money in the bank was on a sunday that tuesday i went and got the tattoo just because i was like i want to be like i want to be the first person to have this tattooed on me like i've seen other people with it but i don't know i have like a sense of pride and like i was the one out for sure gotta be the first i for sure had to have been like the first oh yeah i would say so yeah but uh who where can people find you online uh so it's a bunch of different places. Like yeah, listen, where, yeah. where where do you want people to find you online? What's um, the easiest? So Instagram's probably the best part, and it's just Arte de Guerra, which is uh, A-R-T-E-D-E-G-U-E-R-R-A. Uh, that's the best way to find me. I'm always posting about new stuff that's coming out or supporting guys and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you're always like reposting our stuff, which we're all I yeah, love like, your eternally podcast. We love it. grateful for. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you love our podcast, so that's why we had to and have we you love on you. here. Yeah, we love you. Like again, it's when we came up with like the list of who we want to have. Like, there's like one of the things was we have to interview people that work here. Yeah, yeah. and it's we're not just gonna have anyone that you know, just anybody that works here. Yeah, I mean, some people <laughs> eventually we'll have on when we're yeah. down to like, ah, oh, fuck, who else? But we got we some cool to? cats that work. Here. I mean, yeah, that's like when we're talking about, oh, we should do a reality show. There's people here that we love talking to. I mean, yeah. I, like I told you, I told Nick, I'm like, you're like the cool, you're like the <laughs> coolest fucking person that Appreciate I know, that. and even more so now that you're like, oh yeah, uh, I'm deeply ingrained in wrestling because of my mom, and you told that story. I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> oh, dude, even cooler. Yeah. Music and wrestling was all my mom. She goes, she Slayer concerts with me. <laughs> Yeah, so can we talk to your mom? Can we get her on the show? Yeah, and be like, "Hey, what's it like being the coolest fucking mom ever?" Yeah, right. She'll just sit there. Oh, I'm. It's okay. Well, I'm I'm excited to read this comic. Like I I mentioned before, you and Vinny will show me panels or random things. I'm just like, don't I. I don't yeah. want it to be. I've seen a few. Me. Looks great. Yeah, yeah. and me and Sang are excited. You, you We're excited to be part of this. The first horror house. If there's another yeah. one, yeah. we'll hopefully be there as well. But we're excited that you're letting us be part of the show. And oh, thank you I'm for ex- being there, guys. Yeah, we're super stoked. And we're excited yeah. to fucking read that book. So uh, thank you for taking time out of your day. Oh, yeah, and, thank uh, you, guys. Let's, let's get out of here. because It's pretty late that we're recording. I think this might be the latest we've recorded yeah. here at the shop. Uh, I'm so. sorry, Stank. It's all good. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah, all right, guys. Thank you again, Julio. Right. Oh, no problem. Thank you to Julio for that interview. Oh man, how how awesome is his mom? Right, like I'm <laughs> like, coolest. dude, your mom's like the coolest fucking person yeah. ever, and I I see her. She's here all the time. Yeah. Whenever we have like autograph signings, she was there like C two E two to yep. meet Kenny and the Bucks. Now we got some context. 
Yeah, now we have context. <laughs> so I was just like, why'd you drag your poor mother to this? Yeah. It's the same thing with his girlfriend. So like, whenever she's around, I'm like, oh, why are you dragging her to this? And he's like, yeah. no, 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 she's a fan. And I'm like. Yeah, it's the complete opposite of what stupid Michael does to his beautiful wife. <sighs> just dragging her places. Yeah, poor Monica. Yeah. You know, like I almost feel like her and I went to the same school. Yeah. When we were younger. She was a few grades ahead of me. But if I could only go back and. Warn her. Warn her. Warn her of what's to come, you yeah. know? Stay away from that creep. She's like, who? I'm like. You'll know. You'll know. Yeah. Stay away from DJ MIC. Look, look for the chin strap. Look, yeah. <laughs> look for the chin strap. Um, but, yeah. So, again, thank you to Julio. Uh, purchase his comics. Yeah. Yeah. Go. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put a link to, like, his stuff uh, in the description for this week's show. But, dude's super talented. He brought me, literally, next day after we did this interview he brought me the two books he was talking about oh did he yeah the botch then the spider-man rain still yeah. have not read spider-man oh, rain, Spider-Man rain I'm, not, so I'm gonna knock that out this weekend yeah. i'm gonna just put it above what what else well, when, I you, have. when you're done with botch let me get it i'll hand it i'll hand it back to him oh hell yeah yeah uh so yeah thank you again to julio um this has been kind of a long episode yeah we have are you guys we, still awake <laughs> yeah i hope you guys are still awake especially after all all our movie talk yeah. our, our uh, scrump instincts movie reviews yeah up front um so uh, let's fuck it let's do uh we'll wrap it up for you guys yeah we, let's we, do the giveaway we'll, we'll go ahead and do the giveaway now um for those of you unfamiliar if this is your first show uh we do a weekly t-shirt giveaway uh it's super easy to win you just gotta go to our go to our twitter page at pwtcast on twitter like and retweet our pin tweet which is will normally be uh, the, the episode the, reminder the episode yeah. reminder you know plug in that week's show that simple you can go ahead and ask uh, any one of the multiple winners we've had in the past how easy it is yeah all you gotta do you know just be a fan of the show yeah and we'll we'll reward those who are fans of the show uh and this week we're gonna go ahead and reward one of those guys uh and it's none other than our boy chris daly Got a nice little Funko Pop avatar yeah. for his photo. I fuck with that. I yeah. like Funko Pops. I love me some Funkos. So congratulations, Chris. You won. You won. I'll ch- look look in your DMs. I'll be sending you something shortly so yeah. we can go ahead and get you your free shirt. And again, that's any shirt that we sell on our website. Uh, can't do any of those arena exclusives that they sell at uh, AEW shows. But we can do store exclusives. But we can do store exclusives. Yeah, you want those sweet Chicago colorways? We got them. Yeah, so if you've ever been to the store, we've got uh, quite the number of, like they mentioned, just, yeah. you know, LIJ logo in Chicago uh, yeah. colors. Which everyone everyone from around the country wants mm-hmm. the Chicago colorway for some reason. It's so weird. Because like, we're cool. Yeah, to me it's like, oh, fuck yeah, Chicago colors. Right on. It's sometimes I'm like, well, no, that's PWT colors because of the blue, red, and white. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, well, there's no shortage of logos or companies that use that same color scheme. Yeah. Uh, but again, if you want to be entered to win one of these free T-shirts, super simple. Just go to our Twitter, uh, PWTCast at Twitter.com. Yep. Like and retweet our pinned tweet. And get that free swag. Get that free swag. Uh, and if you want, still want to support the show, you can go to PWTCast.com. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash PWTCast and purchase one of the beautifully designed shirts by none other than Stank right yep. here. He worked very hard on those yeah, shirts. be a friend of the show. Shout out to uh, Jesse. He bought one of the, he bought one of the shirts this week. He we guilted us. him. We guilted him. <laughs> we felt bad. We're like, oh, no, no. We were trying to guilt you into buying a yeah. shirt, but Jesse's a fucking cool guy, so yeah. very much appreciated. Shout out Jesse, friend of the show. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of friends of the show. As yeah. we mentioned last week, uh, people that purchase a T-shirt 
they're also people that purchase our t-shirts are also entered into another very sort of special contest yes um one of our favorite segments here at the pwt cast is fan of the week and uh we figured what's uh because we normally just go around the shop find someone and yeah. say here read this and they're like what okay yeah uh and we thought it would kind of be fun for people who have purchased our t-shirts reward yeah. them a little yeah give them a chance to be yeah. part of the show well, you know they're true friends of the show let them read a uh, fan of the week and uh that's what i did here with og friend of the show trevor outlaw so yep. without further ado let's get to fan of the week Discrump and stank i'm riding today to be the fan of the week your services suck my order is fucked place this morning i'm free i hope it keeps you awake you ain't ever getting omaha steaks signed your fan of the week have a nice day What's up, guys? This is Trevor Outlaw, OG friend of the show, here to read this week's Fan of the Week. This one's from Sarah from Parts Unknown, and it says, Can't tell if people making intentionally shitty shirts on pro wrestling tees is a parody of the new NXT shirts or 50% of the wrestlers' t-shirts on pro wrestling tees. Have a nice day. Thank you to Trevor for uh, reading that for us. <laughs> That that uh that was quite the head scratcher. Yeah, uh, not sure if you're just writing shitty emails on purpose for fi- I don't know what the hell you said. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but uh, again, thank you, f- thank you to Trevor for taking time out of training. You know, he he, yeah. was, he was over here about to train, and I was just like, yeah. oh, hold on, I got to, I got to. More importantly, yeah, here's fan of the week. Yeah, more importantly, here's <laughs> fan of the week. More so than the you know your wrestling training, yeah, pursuing uh, your dream, <laughs> pursuing your dream. But again, if you want to be one of the people that reads fan of the week for us, buy a shirt, buy a shirt, buy a shirt, and uh, you may be handsomely rewarded for yeah. it. You know, We're also not- you brought up to me. Uh, that we had all the NWO colorways except for LWO. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to put up an LWO colorway for the NWO style PWT cast shirt. F- fuck yeah, yeah. That way I can wear it. I, I saw with uh, pride. Wear it with pride. Uh, it's been a pretty packed week. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for for this weekend. You know, again, it's going to be our first live show. We're gonna we're gonna do our best to record it. We're not the we're best. Not, yeah, and we're not quite sure how we're going to work it out. Yeah, we're not the best with uh, technology. Yeah. But we're we're gonna get it. We we'll get it done. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting. You know, if if any of you guys come by, make sure to let us know. Uh, we you know we want to meet you guys. Yeah. The one of the, one of the more fun things is when we're in the store and we get to meet. Yeah, we've had a lot of people come by saying, "Hey, love the show." Best get- thing. The best thing is when it's someone who's like someone that we work with, one of our coworkers, and they're just like uh hey guys yeah, someone's here to see you someone's here to see you and we're just like like what am i in trouble am i going to the principal's office what what, what happened now what's ryan upset about and they're like no 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 well, they said they're a friend of the show or something yeah and we're just like oh okay mm-hmm. yeah so if you come into the store and you want to say hello to us just you know just ask someone in the front you know yeah. hey is uh our scrump and stank here i'm a friend of the show yeah scrump's always here i'm here tuesdays and fridays normally so listen stank is always here all right he's always in here spirit. in spirit yeah. all right guys the hardest working man i know and maybe if you swing by you'll see it may, may hopefully in two to three weeks you'll see my mickey mouse oh god i i'm just wondering what the customs agent who gets uh, that is gonna i hope think. they don't break my french art i god, we need to find someone to like 
do taxidermy mice of ourselves. I know. <laughs> we got to find someone local, but yeah. So yeah, like if you if you're in the neighborhood in Chicago this weekend, help support someone following their dream. Go to the horror house, get some tickets, buy some merch, come see some two sweet dudes doing a podcast, and uh, we'd love to see you. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, finally get to hang out with uh, Wes Allen, friend of the show, and Cash yeah. Allen. You know, two cool dudes. They're bringing the whole Allen Club, yep. you know, the whole family up here. So it'd be cool to see them. Uh, Killer Cross is going to be at the show. Yep. Yeah, super excited uh, to to finally meet him. Like, we've met in passing. Never really, yeah. like, have formally met. Right. Um, then all the cool vendors. There's so, Like, I'm for yeah. sure coming home with so much shit. Yeah, speaking I'm, of buying stupid shit, that's what I'm going to be doing all oh, that weekend. <laughs> God, yeah. Like, in my mind, I'm like... All right, you're gonna set aside this specific money just for that because yep. I have no self control. I yeah. will go there and spend all my money, yeah. especially on some of this cool ass artwork that I keep seeing Vinny post. I'm like, yeah, stop. oh yeah, he's got some good artists lined up. I'm like, stop, please. Yeah. I, I I don't want to spend all my money on like yeah. more artwork. Um, so yeah, if you're in the area, you know, check out the horror horror house again. Go to ticketleap.com. You'll be able to find all the information there. You can purchase the tickets eight dollars online or ten dollars in store. Um, if you're having trouble, just DM us. We'll we'll help you. You know, locate all that information. We want mm-hmm. as many of you guys to go as possible. Um, I think I got my cousin and her boyfriend to go. Yeah, I was like pitching it to them, and they were like, "Yeah, fuck it, we'll go." Yeah, I also found out that they literally live like three blocks away from me. Yeah, it's just one of those things where like we keep up just through you know social media and stuff and it never occurred to us to like just go hang out go hang out <laughs> yeah like we we're like we'll catch up soon that, you know that's that, the problem with kids these days yeah, yeah you know but we do the whole normally you know when you meet we're like you catch up with someone you're like yeah we'll we'll catch up we'll do this blah 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 i'm like yeah we're fucking neighbors yeah we'll for sure go get like yeah. some breakfast or something one of these days for sure yeah um so that that that's that. Um, next week's guest, I'm really excited for. Yes, where well, next week's episode will be uh, special for two reasons. One, we have friend of the show uh, Joe Enriquez on, and we've been sitting on this interview for quite the while. Yes, uh, we've been wanting to post it, but we figured with this week, um, a or last week, AEW announced their partnership with, with Hot, Hot Topic, Topic. Yeah, which uh, has been in the works for a while. Which has been in the works for a while. Um, we, which has been in the works for a while, um, so we figured who else but the fucking Hot Topic man himself. Joe is a top buyer over at Hot Topic. Yep. He's a person who brings in all these cool brands. Yeah, you see a shirt on the wall? He did it. Yep, and he's the person responsible for getting wrestling shirts uh, into Hot Topic. So yeah. we had a real fun chat with him. This was yeah. done over All Out Weekend. Yeah. Um, true fan. True fan. Fucking again, he that was one of those conversations where I was just like, let's keep this going. Yeah. I want you know, and we were in a warehouse sweating we while were we were sweating. recording. And Joe, that guy was wearing like jeans, yeah. God bless him, how he pulled it off, yeah. Uh, there's special cameo appearances by Taffy, yeah. also a friend of the show. She works there as well, she's also one of the buyers, yeah. Um, but this was a Joe episode mostly. We'll have Taffy on as well, yeah, for sure. Um, super excited, and we're also announcing a brand new sponsor of the show. We've been working with this in a while, for a while now, yeah. and uh, we figured episode Let's, with Joe is going to be a bigger episode, so might as well uh, do our announcement that same yeah. week. And we'll have the fallout from the live show. You can hear us cry about how we bombed terribly in our first <laughs> yeah. show. and Nothing worked. Nothing worked, <laughs> and, you know, text Dermy Mice. We always have that. Because I'm 
pretty sure I'm going to go buy myself a taxidermy mouse, though. You got to. They're expensive, but they're worth it. Oh, yeah. Completely <laughs> worth it. Uh, so, all right, guys. Um, this was quite the pack show. A giant-sized episode this yeah. week. But hope you guys like it. Uh, leave us some feedback if you did. You know, iTunes. Um, Google Play. Google Play. All those places. Give us five stars. It helps with the algorithm is what yeah. I hear. I'm not a mathematician myself so i don't know which algorithm and we like to get good feedback and feel like we did something good for you guys yeah like i you know i mentioned last week that i would read uh one of the reviews we've gotten specifically because it like uh it was a very like midwestern thing um give me a sec i'm pulling it up but like we love to read the the feedback that we get we haven't gotten a lot but the feedback that we do get uh we enjoy reading because you know it's just yeah, it's good to hear what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, right? Just so we can improve and make it a yeah. better show for you guys. And boom, all right, got it here. Uh, it is the review is titled "Simply Splashtastic." Uh, <laughs> it was done, well, maybe it was like two months ago, uh, by Raw is Wardrobe. I moved from Indiana to Los Angeles ten years ago. Huge pop for the Deep River Water Park and Ego Man references in the Sarah Shockey episode, <laughs> which. The Midwestern and, and Sarah and I was fucking loud and proud that yeah. day, all right? We love ourselves some uh, Midwest-specific references. Yeah. So sorry for all, all of you guys who live on the East and the West Coast. Sorry, they got a little taste of the heartland. You got a little taste of the heartland, but Dave, you and I have been rambling on for <laughs> far too long now. Um, so we'll throw it over to to friend of the show, Kenny, so he can uh, close it out for us. But um, until next week, you guys, I've been Scrum. And this is Stank. And this is Kenny. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say, and so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.